0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news.
1: And why, why,
0: why, why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. We are here at the Daily Wire headquarters, and we are here with special guest Ben Shapiro. Yay! Yay. So thank you so much, first, for letting us use your space. Oh, of course. And also for being here.
1: And to tap your brain, too. I've got a couple questions for you on... (laughs) On
2: what the Kavanaugh thing.
1: Oh, yeah. yes. So,
0: Glenn, top, that is your top, top story. story. Okay, Stu.
2: So. Uh, Carson Wentz back for the Philadelphia Eagles this coming weekend. It's not, I know that's not, not a top oh. no, All right, that's okay, not a okay. top
3: oh, Okay. Ben. Across the board, Kavanaugh.
0: Okay, all right. We got a lot to get into there. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Minostalgia. Uh Minostalgia has been a very long time uh, blaze sponsor. They've got so many different things. They've got the wild rice flour uh, from the Northwoods of Minnesota. They've got the pepper jams, they've got the beer jellies, which we've tried. And
1: the beer jellies, I mean that sounds horrible, but it's actually <laughs> it's really good. It really it's good. does like shocking.
0: I I think Ben, when he was at our studio, you smelled, I smelled it. it. And oh. it smelled really good, right? It's,
3: it's did smell good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah.
0: So you can use the wild rice flour, and uh, you can make waffles. I know they came to the studio, and they made these chocolate waffles. That... Still
1: waiting, Sarah. Still waiting for the yep. waffles. I don't know it's why ours. you're talking
0: to me. I feel like this is a very sexist comment uh, that you're making. Uh, no,
2: I mean, it's
1: just, <laughs> I'm
0: in charge of the food. It. I'm in charge of the food. Okay, that's fine. You don't
2: want to put us in charge of the food. It'll all be Taco
0: Bell. Yeah, I don't, don't want, want that. to. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so when you get Minostalgia, you've got the, you, it's healthy, but it's also really, really delicious. Um, my son inhaled the waffles that I brought home whenever they came to the studio and made them for us. Right now, 10% of the proceeds go to Mercury One and the Nazarene Fund, so it's a win-win. It's really that simple. You can go to blazewildrice.com, and you can donate 10%, uh, help people, and also get delicious food. Uh, Use the promo code HELP10. 10, HELP10. 10. Uh, ben, I want to get to you first and get your take on the Kavanaugh situation.
3: Well, it seems to me that there's no actual standard to which Kavanaugh is being held. So this is the problem with the Me Too movement since the beginning is they've never made clear exactly when We have to believe. So is it when there's criminal liability? Because I'm with you. Is it when the story is credible with corroborating detail? Okay, I can go with you there. If it's believe all women, I can't go with you there because that's not a standard at all. In the Kavanaugh case, what we have is a woman who was unnamed, who made an unnamed accusation. Dianne Feinstein held it for two months. She didn't tell the other Senate Democrats about it. She didn't tell the FBI about it. She didn't question Kavanaugh about it in writing or in secret hearings or or in the open hearings. She didn't ask any questions about it. And then she just leaked out a statement saying something happened. And an anonymous woman says so, and we're all supposed to go, oh, okay. And then the woman finally comes out over the weekend, and then the story she tells is that 36 years ago, she was at a party with four guys, two of whom took her up into a bedroom, turned the music up really loud. One of them, Kavanaugh, when he was 17, was lying on top of her trying to rip her clothes off and put his hand over her mouth when she tried to scream, and then she somehow escaped the room. The problem is she doesn't give you where this happened. She doesn't give you who else was there. There was no actual attempt to apparently tell anybody else at the time. So usually in a case like this, what you look to is, did they even tell anybody else at the time so we can actually time stamp this and, and find out whether she was even telling the story.
0: Especially but, usually when you're dealing with, uh, you know, teenagers, people of that age, they're going to tell one of their friends.
3: Right, exactly. Right? And and this is what you saw in the Roy Moore case, right? The way that you could tell whether Roy Moore's accusers were more or less credible is they told a bunch of people around them so you could at least time stamp that. They're corroborating details as far as location, for example, stuff that was happening at the time. This woman has said that sometime during a summer she she was involved in something. She won't give you a time. She won't give you she says she doesn't know where the place was. She doesn't know how she, she got to the place. And so we're supposed how is Kavanaugh even she supposed to She can't even to- tell you what what not not only what um, month, but what year.
0: Yeah. She
1: doesn't yeah. know what year She thinks it, it was
3: around the end of sophomore years, right? Around but, yeah she's saying it- like eighty two, I mm-hmm. guess, this is what she, is what she's claiming. But but the problem is that in her therapist notes it says in one area of the notes that it was in her late teens. Well she was 15 when this happened, supposedly. That's not late teens. So, And now, I guess, her lawyer is coming out and saying that there was a second woman present, which she had not mentioned at any point in the letter. It was not mentioned in the therapist's notes. It wasn't mentioned anywhere. So the first time she even says anything about it is 2012, which is already 30 years after the event. And, you know, as somebody who's been in abusive situations before... I can tell you that over time, your memory of the abusive situation, number one, changes. But number two, the whole purpose of having a statute of limitations is that we can actually investigate and and verify objective fact about this stuff. Because witness testimony, just as a lawyer, witness testimony is the weakest kind of testimony because the brain changes how you think of things. And that's not even implying that she's lying. Right? That's just saying that objective facts are hard to lock down in the absence of circumstantial evidence, or at least in the absence of, of you telling anybody at the time. You're, the first time this comes up is 2012 in a spousal counseling therapy session, and we're supposed to immediately go to Kavanaugh for sure did it. She's got every detail of this right. And, th- and now it turns out that Feinstein won't even allow this woman to talk to Chuck Grassley. Right. Senator Grassley says, I want to talk to this woman and have a phone call with her. And she says, no. Then, what exactly are the Republicans supposed to do? I mean, are they just yeah. supposed to dump Kavanaugh so, over uh, over a, a vague,
0: well, I mean, that's nearly problem.
3: anonymous allegation? Yeah. 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 that's a right? M- like, that's
0: why the timing was the way that it was.
1: Here's the here's the real problem. You know, the, you know, it's not a it's not a court of law. Well, okay, it's not a court of law, but you know, it's civil law. The, you know, our 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 laws are made to reflect what we have all felt as a society was fair. So. With criminal courts, it's beyond a reasonable doubt. I, I'm so far, um, uh, almost 100% doubtful of this story. We're not even close to reasonable doubt. Preponderance of evidence in a civil case. The, all of the, the preponderance of evidence shows us nothing. She's got it's, The absence is remarkable. Uh, you know, the absence of, of, uh, of, uh, cooperating, um, you know, um, evidence. But the other thing that really bothers me is if you're, if you're 17, 16, 17, 15, and you do something, you go to a juvenile court and you do your time and those records are sealed. Because we believe that you do stupid things when you're young, and we don't hold that over your head for the rest of your life. If this is true, she never told anybody. He didn't, she, he didn't pay a price because she didn't tell anybody. He was 16, 17, who knows how old. She doesn't even know what year it was. But we know he was underage. So if it would have been tried, it most likely would have been tried in a juvenile court, let's say he was guilty, those records would be sealed. Here's a guy who has lived his life, far as we know, from from that day forward, cleanly. Yeah. How is it that we have any sense of justice in this country where we are crucifying this guy for something that is so far in the past, nobody knows it's true, it doesn't appear to have any evidence of it, and if it were true, and she would have stepped forward, it would be sealed so it wouldn't affect his life now.
3: How is there justice? Well, this is the other area that's, that's so weird. It's in all of these Me Too cases, it's hard to think of a single Me Too case where it's gone to beyond a certain extent, where there weren't other women coming forward making claims. Right. There's been no other woman who's come forward making claims. The Huffington Post tried to put together a list of like 200 women who said that they believe her story basically just because they believe her story, not because they have any evidence that Kavanaugh did this or even knew Kavanaugh in the first place. So what we have here is an isolated accusation on the basis of, of no corroborating evidence, and the Democrats are saying, well, we're not even going to bring her in to talk about this. Like, And if we do, let's do it you know, just down the line, just far enough that there's an election intervening mm-hmm. so that we can use this as an election issue. Well, that sort of cynical maneuvering makes me less likely to believe yes. the woman. I mean, Diane Feinstein has done more to undermine the Me Too movement than anything else that's happened in this case.
2: Yeah, and the way this has un- unveiled itself, you, how can you not be skeptical about this? I mean, we, two months. I mean, she had it for two months. It, there's just no way that you can put this down and say that there is uh, something to to act on here at least not yet you know and I think the whole Me Too situation has as, as this has developed and obviously there have been really good things that have come out of it I mean some people who are really bad have been shown to be awful but I think so much of it has been looking backwards you know it's so much of the focus has been looking backwards these terrible men did these terrible things in the past and I think if we could actually get something constructive out of this whole thing beyond just punishing uh, people who were terrible in the past is to look forward and say okay we understand that in the 1970s. When Women may have felt that they couldn't come out and they couldn't go to the police and they couldn't report these things. Let's change at least that going forward. If you have one of these situations, go to the police right away. It's the only way we will ever know the truth about these situations. We have a legal system set up for a reason. And by the way, that reason is also to protect people like Brett Kavanaugh, whether he's guilty or he's not guilty. That's why the the standard is high. Proven. innocent Beyond
1: a reasonable doubt. There's so much re- there's no reasonable doubt with Harvey Weinstein. There was none. There is reasonable doubt here, but way beyond reason. And,
3: and even in the court of public opinion, we do have to have some standard by which we can say mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein guilty. Duke LaCrosse, not guilty. Right. But the way that this is going right now, there is none of that evidence. And, and what you can see about Duke LaCrosse and what you can see about UVA, virtually every case where there's been a rape accusation that's fallen apart has followed the same pattern. No corroborating evidence, no other women coming forward. Right, Duke LaCrosse, you had one single person who said that she was assaulted. There was no corroborating evidence that any of that ever happened. All the witnesses said it didn't happen and she wasn't a credible witness and that fell apart. In UVA, you had a woman who, who came forward and said stuff anonymously and this became a huge scandal. It was one woman making one accusation. It, it completely fell apart. And when you see a case like this, this looks a lot more to me, like UVA or like Mattress Girl at Columbia University, Mm -hmm. than it looks like a situation with Harvey Weinstein where he got 8,000 women coming forward and saying he was molesting me in some way. And the other thing that's consistent about all those cases is the left always believes them initially.
2: They always believe them and believe them and push it and push it and push it and try to get an agenda through and say how terrible these people are. And when their lives have fallen apart and we later on say that they're all innocent, you know, you know, I, a friend of mine uh, had uh, knew someone who was on the Duke lacrosse team. Not even at the party. Not accused of being at the party, but. When they Googled his name, Duke Lacrosse came up. And he couldn't get a job for multiple years after the whole team was cleared. You wind up killing these guys. I mean, Brett Kavanaugh is a guy who's, you know, he goes through his whole life. His life is ruined, basically. Yeah, his and life it, is ruined already. His kids are seeing him as a rapist. Wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 but go back. First, his kids had to be removed from the yeah. hearing. One, it was, should have been one of the greatest memories of a child's life, to see how the American system worked. They were removed because they were terrified. Now daddy's a rapist, too.
3: Well, this is, this is how the Hollywood values that Democrats understand and Republicans don't really pay off for Democrats. I mean, HBO does movies about Anita Hill. There are some very, very serious doubts about Anita Hill's story. Yes. Oh, yeah. And they were all called into question at the time. Thomas yes. Sowell was a big advocate of calling those, those into question. She, she admitted to telling lies on the stand in in that particular hearing. And yet she is now treated as the case number one of heroism. That was a, that was a case where, she, again, she was brought up last minute after attempting to make an anonymous accusation. She was brought forward. There are a lot of holes in her story. But now the rewritten history is that Clarence Thomas forever and for all time, will never be respected fully as a justice because the left has deemed that he is some sort of sexual harasser, even though, in my view, Clarence Thomas is probably the best justice of the last 30 years. Can mm-hmm.
1: I ask you a question? Um, uh, and I see we only have a minute left, so I'll ask you the question, then you can answer it on the other side. One of the things I, that bothers me, look, I've always said I want a president with a twitchy eye, one that you know the, all of the enemies around the world are like he might ju- he's crazy <laughs> enough just to do it. I am I am to the point. I'm not a big fan of Kavanaugh. I don't know how he's going to vote. I don't think he's a strong constitutionalist. You know he's conservative and maybe he'll be good. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But at this point, I really want the twitchy eye president to go. Oh, really? You thought he was too extreme? (laughs) And then just, you know, here's Judge Andrew Napolitano. (laughs) uh, And really go for it. I'd love to hear your take on what happens next with this.
0: We'll find out. Back in a minute.
2: Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted
3: to Outrage Tour. On tour this fall.
0: a lot more to get into, uh, but before we do that, I want to thank our TV and podcast sponsor, Ridiazone. Uh, ben, you don't know this. These two gentlemen know this. I used to be, like, really fat. She was a fat. I was there. That was nothing. me, the number 10, yeah. the oh, giant wow. number 10. Would you
3: even recognize her? No, that is unrecognizable. Yeah, That's so that crazy. Was, that
0: was me. Uh, so I do know the struggle of weight loss and having to, you know, watch what you eat. Here's the craziest
1: like thing. That was me. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Many surgeries yeah. later. Wow. Yes. Many, surgeries many surgeries later. later. <laughs> For some reason, he wanted to go the other way around. <laughs> well. Uh But so, Ridiazone has really helped me. You know, after I lost the weight, you still have the cravings, and you know, you, we're addicted to outrage, but also junk food in this country. <laughs> so uh Ridizone has really helped. It's the basically the good molecule in olive oil that helps boost your metabolism and make you feel full. Uh, it's really worked for me. I can vouch for it. And you can get 30% off by using promo code TheBlaze if you go to riddyzone.com. That is 30% off of a three-pack of bottles, which is a three-month supply. So you will be set for three months. You will notice a difference. Go to riddyzone.com, offer code TheBlaze. Okay. Yes, so back to uh, the cliffhanger. Yeah, the
1: cliffhanger (laughs) is I want the one time I want the twitchy eye president is right now for him to step to the plate and go, Really? Think he was too far?
3: Try me. Right, exactly. How about try Amy Coney Barrett? See how this goes. I mean, I wanted her in the first place. This would be a very different hearing.
1: I know that we've kind of danced around this whole abortion thing. We're not going to take away anybody's birth control for the love of Pete. But you know what? Abortion is murder of children. How do you like that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and just come. I mean, bring it. I think that that's the direction that he'll go if Kavanaugh goes down. I do think that if, if Kavanaugh goes down, then he will go in the direction of picking somebody who is more likely to tick off the left. Um, but because I think this was his conciliation pick. I think this it is the too, guy yeah. he thought was like, OK, this is an establishment guy. He'll sail right through mm-hmm. 65 votes. No problem. And then the left. Lost their mind anyway, and you had Corey Spartacus Booker doing his routine, and Kamala Harris, you know, doing her routine, and everybody doing their tap routine. So I, I, I think that's where he'll go. But yeah, you know, obviously, the first principles suggest that at this point, they have to, they have to stick with Kavanaugh because it's just the, the nature of the evil that is being promoted. If you cave on Kavanaugh before there's actual evidence that comes out that he's done any of this stuff. Is so crazy that they could do the same. Th- they, they could do the same thing to Amy Coney Barrett, right? They could just make some Did sort of crazy accusation Anybody. about Amy Coney Barrett. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I am the cleanest person in American public life when it comes to matter sexual. Like the cleanest person, <laughs> I was the most famous virgin in America until I was married. So I am absolutely clean. Would that foreclose the possibility that some woman would come up from law school and suggest that something no. happened in a room? The no. answer is no. Of no. course it wouldn't, because if I got in a position of power strong enough. Anybody can make any accusation, and there's no way to, if this is the standard now, there's legitimately no way to rebut the accusation. So I
1: was listening to the New York Times podcast with um, uh, Bob Woodward the other day, and they were talking about anonymous sources. And he said, you know, you got to have anonymous sources. We found this out with uh, you know, Nixon administration, blah, 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 because people won't come forward. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but Bob, it requires us to trust the organization that is coming with the anonymous sources. And immediately, what's his name from the New York Times, said, uh, I know and, and we're going to see more and more of those. Well, no, wait. Without the trust of the organization, anonymous sources, you're going to get all kinds of things that, who knows if these are true or not.
3: And the, and the only way that you would really be able to use anonymous sources in the way they're talking about is if you had several anonymous sources saying the same thing. I mean, you're right that the credibility is at stake because maybe the reporter is just making it up. But Assuming that the reporter isn't just making it up, what you really need, and I think Woodward usually tries to do this is yes. he gets two anonymous sources saying the same thing right, right? he has two people right. in the white house saying trump's a crazy person and then he writes right. this person said trump's a crazy person and that person said trump's a crazy person you're like okay fine uh, uh, maybe he's a crazy person also right. there's his twitter account so like right. <laughs> it's but, not a big leap right it's not a huge leap but with right. brett kavanaugh who appears to be like the cleanest guy on the block you know catholic father of multiple children who helps out his daughter's basketball team to go from There's one woman who 36 years ago says something bad happened to her, and she teaches at a college out in California, and she has no actual details on the allegation. To okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna knock him out of the box. Who wants to be the who wants this job? Yeah, I don't know why you do it. This this occurred to me the other day. Legitimately occurred to me because I get asked a lot about whether I want to run for public office, and I I I turned to my wife and I said, said, when I was younger, the answer was maybe, and now the answer is pretty clearly leaning no. Like, do I really? Who wants this job? I mean, it's a garbage job. We went out with uh, Ted Cruz. I wasn't
1: even the target, but we got smeared by it. it. It is, it's insanely stupid and corrupt. There's no way. There's no way
3: anybody, uh, the only no people, way I would rather. Only the most corrupt people will do it from now yes, on. Because yeah. they'll figure, okay, people know I'm corrupt, so what difference does it make if they call me corrupt? Right. Well, corrupt people on Spartacus. Right, well, exactly. yeah, the,
2: well, they'll run too. Well, it, oh, it's sort of the same, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's interesting because they set
2: up this system where you don't need any evidence of an accusation, and there's literally no defense. When you, like, I would love this. They always, you know, the typical thing we see now is you know, television host, righteous television host comes on, some person who's defending Kavanaugh, and they get berated with question after question after question to make them look terrible. And how can they respond if the person says they didn't do it? You say, what are you saying? The victim is lying. If they say, uh, well, I, you know, uh, I, I wasn't, I had nothing to, you know, they Here's 65 people who knew me at the time, and they all had no experience. Oh, well, there's 65 people you didn't rape. Congratulations. Like, no matter what you bring to the table. Hey, there's another person there. Well, let's talk to that other person. He says it didn't happen either. No matter what you say, you're either blaming the victim or you're lying or someone's covering for you. So you need no evidence, and there's no possible way
3: to rebut the, the evidence that isn't there. I think that's the left's goal here. This, this occurred to me a couple of years ago, is that we all agree that raping women is a bad thing. Yes. I mean, we all agree that like, I oh, we, we shouldn't shoot black I people think we for get no, back no back reason. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of steps there's a that, lot we of in or, that we think are bad before we get to this that. This is correct, but what the left will do is they'll pick a situation deliberately knowing that there's a lack of evidence, so that when we say, listen, I think all this stuff is bad, but you're going actually show that it at least probably happened in order for me to go along with you in this particular case, then the left says, well, the only reason you want that evidence is because you actually don't care whether a woman gets sexually abused or assaulted. In a case where a cop is involved in, a, in a, a shooting that is controversial, and we say, okay, well, you know, if it turns out this is a racist shooting, then we'll condemn it alongside you, but we need some evidence. Then the left says, well, if you want evidence, that's just because you don't believe this stuff happens in the first place. You're part of the problem. And the left's urge to say that you are part of the problem is much stronger than their urge to actually create unity on issues where we actually have unity. Right. No one in the country... I really mean, statistically, no one, there are maybe five people in the country, actually think it's okay to lie on top of a girl, try to remove her clothes, and put your hand over that person's mouth. No one thinks that's an okay thing. But the left's entire suggestion is that, and they've been saying this openly, that if you are a a guy who says, I need evidence that happened, then you must actually think that that's okay. There was a a female journalist who was suggesting, and this is repeated by the left, well, how could the Republicans even call this alleged victim and then question her? Because all the people who would be questioning her are men. I just thought to myself, what the hell difference does that make? (laughs) Virtually all cops are men, too, but they'd be the ones who would actually be investigating a rape case. So the suggestion is if you're a man, you can't ask questions because secretly deep down in your lizard brain, you're okay with the molestation of women.
0: (laughs) So how important is it then um, that the GOP doesn't cave and that they do vote to confirm Kavanaugh as much as they can um, just to show... Well, but just to show that we're not going to let mob mentality rule. We're not going to let you say... I, so just some random person says that it happened with no evidence and yet it's going to stop our entire plan. I mean, do you feel like that's setting a dangerous I think, precedent?
1: I think it is vital with all of the things going on, unless the evidence is right, there. The if the, the evidence is there, then it's totally right. different. But it is vital. Or even, that,
0: can I just say, or even if it's more likely than not. Right. Because it's beyond because reasonable said, doubt.
1: We said with Roy, like, Moore, eh, with, with Roy Moore, let's say
0: with Roy Moore. Right. I was pretty sure he probably did those things. Me too. Because you don't really, ha- I mean, you don't have any positive evidence, but the circumstantial evidence and the amount of women, and his w- it was enough. And right. Right. his Bill answers. His the corroborating details.
1: You know, and I asked their mothers, oh good God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. His answers I'd could be not help reasonable
3: doubt. <laughs> with
0: but with this one, I think that it's different and it sets a very dangerous precedent if, you know, the GOP lets the left get away with smearing this guy with absolutely no Tell evidence. Tell
1: me what one thing that is happening in Washington and in the media right now that isn't setting and I would say Silicon Valley too that isn't setting a major massive disastrous precedent yeah. name one thing it's yeah. everything. A day after day after day, it's some other terrible thing.
2: You're like, good God, this cannot continue. This will destroy us. And the Supreme Court being down to this no rule sort of gladiator battle is. I mean, at some level, I mean, obviously Clarence Thomas was there and Bork was there. There's there's been uh, you know examples of this, but I mean, you know, Sotomayor and Kagan got 63 and 68 votes. Like this is this is this this sort of uh, nuclear option, if you will, to to, to take out uh, Kavanaugh is is a lot further than we're used to Um, and and they'll argue Merrick Garland to their blue in the face but Merrick Garland would likely would have been voted down even if he got the vote I mean he he, there was a Republican controlled Senate and the same things would have played out had that have happened anyway the point is though you know this has got to be fair it's one thing to come in here and and make arguments and try to slow down with process and things like this which is still nonsense but to come out and try to destroy a man's life over something that
0: they certainly I don't even think they believe it
2: that's really over the line
0: all right back in a minute Hey, it's Sarah Gonzalez. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another show I think you'll like, The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. You can find it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. We are headed into overtime here in a minute, but Ben, tell us what you have going on with Fox.
3: Yeah, so I'm going to be doing an election special for the next four weeks, 8 p.m. on Sundays, the Ben Shapiro election special. So only I can host it. <laughs> and,
0: and, uh, <laughs> okay, so don't get sick on any of those days. Right, exactly. Going to be screwed.
3: Uh, but it, it should be fun. So we're we're going to have a panel, and we're going to uh, have a hot seat guest. We're going to bring somebody on and, and question them, and uh, I'm going to go through the the. Topics the way that I normally do on my podcast, fast and and as hard and fast as I possibly can, uh, and I'm I'm certainly not going to stop calling balls and strikes. So okay. that's. Um, what's your prediction on the Senate? Uh, I think we keep the Senate. I think Republicans keep the Senate. I think they I think they lose the House. I think they keep the Senate.
0: Okay, uh, and then we've also got this is a book release Eve. Oh yeah, we've got Glenn's book coming out.
3: It's like, it's like. Christmas.
1: I mean, the fat
0: man comes tomorrow
1: <laughs> he's wearing his own book. Yes.
0: So pre order it if you haven't already. Yeah. Addicted to Outrage. We've got lots more coming up in overtime, so stay with yeah. us.
1: So, uh, are we doing the cigar thing tomorrow? Yeah. We're
3: doing it.
2: Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe.
0: A U.S. Coast Guard is out of a job uh, because he is very racist. Mm -hmm. It's been proven that he is extremely racist. Because, uh, yeah. Well, what, you know what? Why don't Why don't we just watch?
1: With the uh, changes in the forecasted uh, weather, uh, so the, the forecast the red, uh, right track behind. of the storm, we've actually oh. started to uh, reposition assets closer to the impacted area. The uh, changes in the forecasted uh, weather, uh, the forecast uh, track of the storm, we've film, actually right? started uh, to uh, reposition
0: assets. Yeah. He made <laughs> he made the that right. okay symbol. The <laughs> right. He made that okay symbol. Now, okay, I do want to get your take on this. I actually do think he was trolling.
3: No question he's trolling.
0: He's trolling. It was it wasn't that it I'm wasn't sure that he's he not naturally racist. went like
3: this. Nobody naturally scratches their ear yeah, like
0: this, he's but absolutely he's definitely
3: realizing that they're on MSNBC and he's just doing that to screw with them. No question. I'm just I'm just what's scratching what's my head. I'm listening to you. Are you? <laughs> Scratch my head.
1: Well I actually It's the secret waffle house symbol oh wow oh, oh yeah. wow that's about so what is that wh so
0: what do you guys do in your waffle house game we
1: waffles <laughs> do you that's yeah, put cheese on the hash browns <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> we can smoke in any restaurant
0: i actually found a video of someone else of notoriety who was making the racist sign let's watch
1: oh it's so bad here nobody can afford anything because of capitalism oh oh, and the Western oh, way there of life, the amount there of it money is. that we now spend on <laughs> necessities such as food, <laughs> <So it's>, transportation, <laughs> look our
0: look home, our clothing, double, our furniture, and down. our yeah, utilities now, and Atlanta. gas, yeah. has now. been cut, be cut
1: in. in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm actually uh, going to shave everything just going to be the Hitler most. You know what's crazy is that... Uh, the, the We don't even know this guy's name. This guy's yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> <His> name is <laughs> not The symbol isn't even real. Yes. It was. It was started as a meme. It started as a, started, started yeah. as a yeah. meme. What?
0: and To create outrage, by the way. Right,
1: and yes. NBC is reporting saying this isn't a real symbol, but here he is using this racist symbol.
0: And uh, he's getting fired for is it.
1: Is there any news that makes sense anymore? Is there one thing that.
0: No. Don't think so. No,
1: I don't think so. I can't think
0: of any example. No. Uh, Stu, there was a picture of Anderson Cooper that surfaced.
2: Yeah,
1: this all, this, a,
0: all this weather yeah. nonsense going on. So there's
2: been a couple of good videos that have been passed around of you know uh, reporters fighting the, the 500 mile an hour winds. You yeah, have that. You have yeah, the original one. Yeah, let's yeah, see. This true. is the original one. This one got passed around. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely stand there. Oh, I can't hear you. It's so windy
1: picking it up here
2: and woman in North move. Carolina right he's at the Intercoast we're in one of these to bands to Andy
1: and Opie walk
2: Clark. Oh my god they're so they're, they're so lackadaisical <laughs> yeah. in the walk with <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's so good so that got spread around in, as, a, as a funny moment and people tried to get on the back of that and, and get on okay well here's another one you want another example here's Anderson Cooper do we have the picture yes, Here's I'm Anderson too. Cooper like and you see that the CNN cameras are obviously uh, trying to capture uh, Anderson here he is he's standing up to his waist in water and they're right and, and they're totally fine and this shows that Anderson was you know faking this report now of course what we actually uh, find out out when you look into it is, uh, this was first of all, not from this storm. It was from a 2008, I think it was Hurricane Ike from 2008. The other part was, the point of the report was Anderson was saying because of the water is here, there are major drop-offs and you can't see them. So you uh. could drive off the road into a ditch and not even wow. know. So in fact, in the report, he actually climbed in and out to show you that it was easy, and everyone's trying to trash wow. the guy because of this. Okay. So I mean, it's kind of I like I hate you know. Look, the media has enough actual problems yes. when they do really stupid things, and we need to call them out. But when they they don't do them, we should also point that out. And this is, I think, an oh, example. Oh, I'm glad Anderson. to hear that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm actually Which, glad to hear that. I
0: mean, by the way. It's funny the the clip that we just watched of the weatherman trying to fight yeah. the the wind. It's funny, but it's also it's very irresponsible, I think, of him to be dramatizing things. You know, because oh, yeah. I mean they they've been accused of that, but there we have hard hitting evidence that it does yeah, happen. Have I mean, when very, you got a very very
1: 150
0: to mile an hour
3: winds right there, yes. in the yes. tunnel. That's true. Yeah, and, and then the eye is <laughs> actually standing on a slip and slide. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I do. It's irresponsible, isn't it?
2: Well, when, you, when, it, when it's real like that, I think it is. I mean, you know, this we've seen these reports before. I mean, I, when I, there was big flooding by my house in Pennsylvania several years ago. And uh, it was back in the MSNBC and Rita Cosby. Rita Cosby or Crosby? I can't remember. She was on MSNBC for a while. And I was, on, I was out with you on a tour somewhere. And I'm, I turn on MSNBC, and the road directly next to my house is under, like, six feet of water. Rita Cosby is on a boat. She's on a boat going down the road next to my house. So I call my wife in a panic. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, is the house Okay oh, yeah, it's totally fine. There's, like, one little tiny area. There's, like, one little pool of water at one really low-lying area where you could put a rowboat in and it would look like you were boating around the town. <laughs> uh, when in reality, there was nothing going on. And that is very respons- irresponsible. Very I mean, if you want to say, hey, look, look," a lot of this is dry. You know, not every place. They never turn down the volume of it. And but, I think that's a problem.
1: And are we doing that? Don't we see that in um, in all news yes. now when it comes to... Politics, you don't see anybody reasonable right. having a reasonable conversation going, no, no, hang on, let's just let's look at the Kavanaugh thing. And, yeah, maybe something happened, but let's wait for this. Let's wait. You don't hear
3: any of that. Well, let's wait, or those are the two words that are not allowed in the media. Let's yeah. wait is, that will get you killed by both sides. You say, yeah, let's wait for the evidence, the right goes, no, you should immediately say there's no evidence <laughs> and nothing will ever come out. And then the left goes, why are you waiting for evidence? It's because you don't care about this thing.
1: Why do you hate Donald Trump so much?
0: Uh, kind of in that vein the media research center did a study and they looked at abc nbc and cbs and found that like 90 percent of the time they were using uh, the most common adjectives that they used to describe trump when they were talking about him actually this was on the daily wire so everyone can go check that out on the daily wire uh they were words like outraged fuming angry furious seething so i mean just in line with what you were saying earlier, that this, this is what the news does. This is what you get when you watch the news. Is Wait, what was the just article that, reporting the outrage?
1: What were we talking about Friday, Stu? Do you remember the story that came out, and it was it it it, it led us to believe one thing in the first six paragraphs, and then corrected? Nikki it. Haley curtains probably. Yes. yes. It mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the media having it all, misleading headline. Mm-hmm. New York Times: first six paragraphs, how, how opulent this these are. so you Nikki Haley, then, after the sixth paragraph, it says, "Oh, by the way, she had nothing to do with this. <laughs> this is normal, yada, yada, yada." And so the New York Times can actually come out and say, "We reported that. Right. We yeah. were fair. We reported accurate. that. yeah, right but the headline wasn't, nor was the first, Nikki Haley shouldn't have even been in that. Yeah, and they It's did wind not up a
3: story. And then the part about that that was great is that they ended up withdrawing the headline, mm-hmm. and then people in the media said, right, because this is how honest the New York Times is. When they get it wrong, they <laughs> right. correct themselves. It's like, that's not a good faith failure right there. Right. All the original news was in the story. This was a deliberate attempt to smear yes. Nikki Haley, yes. and then you claim, oh, you took down the deliberate attempt to smear her, that well, just demonstrates anew. How <laughs> right. And right. wonderful you are.
0: Let me ask you a question, Ben, because um, I'm curious get your take. So, used to be, journalism was, I mean, it was respected. People really wanted to find the truth. There, you don't think there was ever a time oh. where there were people who really dug to get the truth. They really wanted to investigate and report the facts or uncover well, something that we didn't know. Well,
2: at least a few stories of that, because every time they make a movie out of it, like, you know, <laughs> with the Catholic Church scandal or Woodward and Bernstein, there's, every time there's one of those stories, it's always a movie. That's how you know how many there are. But
1: if you watch the movie, did anybody see the movie, Washington Post? On no. uh, The Post, the I post, watched the first the post?
3: 45 minutes, and then I died. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: should watch it, because it's fascinating. Because halfway through... Who is it? Is it Tom Hanks in oh, the movie? Yeah. Street, halfway yeah. through, Tom Hanks is talking to his, I think, his wife about the Kennedys. And he's like, you know, no, nobody should get so close to a president to where you ignore these things, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts realizing, crap, that's what John F. Kennedy did to me. And he's... He's actually, the, the, not only did the character, but the scriptwriter, the filmmaker, they tied it all together. That yes, it's not just Nixon. It's also Kennedy. It's on our side, your side. It's everything. We should stay our distance. And yet, nobody seemed to recognize that.
3: <laughs> nobody, I, I, nobody do, I do have serious doubts about whether the media was ever the, the seekers of truth, at least the unbiased think... seekers of truth. Like, if you, if you look right. back, even at the early 20th century, the muckrakers, mm-hmm. the muckrakers in the early 20th century were clearly driven by a political agenda, yes. the most famous of them being Upton Sinclair, yep. who was clearly driven by politics. Teddy Roosevelt agreed with Upton Sinclair. So he yep. basically said in his writings, this guy's completely full of it, and these reports are completely exaggerated, but they serve my political purpose. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and use he actually them. actually so, found him disgusting. Right. Yeah. He calls him that. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I feel like there has been a great incognition increase, though, in, you know, just trying to, like the New York Times headlines, trying to, trying with the catchy headlines, the clickbait. No, I think it's just, I
3: think they called the the Kennedy administration Camelot, and it was maybe the most seethingly disgusting administration to that point in in American history. I, I really don't think that. I think what happened is that we allowed the construction of this facade that the news actually were what you're talking about. And then when it turns out that they're not, then we're all disappointed and we find it shocking anew. But I think the facade was the problem. I don't you think that. At, you look at Hearst and uh, in all of the stuff that
1: William Randolph Hearst was doing, I mean, it's always been powerful people with an agenda that are just furthering it and telling the truth either to sell papers or to get clicks. You know, it, it doesn't matter. I don't think anything has changed. What the one thing that has changed is the ability for us to now spread it ourselves. And twist it and and make it even darker.
0: Well, that's what I was going to ask: is with just with social media. I thought that
2: was going to be a positive comment for once. And no, oh, yeah, <laughs> darker. Tar- darker. I would say, well, because there's an example where we can actually look into this stuff, right? Back in the time with Hearst, like
3: we just had to take what they said, and that was it. Now at least we have. There's a lot of sources to be able to, sh- you know, sift this stuff out. Right, and- I think that's right. But the oscillation is is yeah. the problem, right? Because I think that that's exactly that's how I feel about the internet age. That's how Andrew Breitbart felt about the internet age. This the feeling like, okay, well, now we can actually debunk this stuff. Yes. And in the absence of that debunking. Probably George W. Bush is in president in two thousand or two thousand four, right? Probably Trump is not president now. No, it, but it, but with all with all that said, the, the the human nature always kicks back in, and so the ability to fact check can also be used to to reinforce confirmation bias. And so people are, are still finding that now they say everything they don't like is fake news, and you just pick the stuff that you like and you throw it out there. So you know human nature never changes; it's just the tools of the trade that change. I
1: just wish that I just wish that we would. Pay attention to our founders a little more. George Washington, farewell address. Do not do the two-party thing. It's going to be the death of you. Um, and, the, and the second thing was um, it takes an educated and engaged um, society. Yeah. You know, an educated, engaged, curious society that is going to do the work. We're not doing the work. Yeah.
0: Uh, All right. Today's poll. Do you think the accusations against Kavanaugh will foil his chances of being confirmed as Supreme Court justice? What do you guys think?
2: Obviously, we're looking at one of those prediction uh, markets and it was something like 11 percent before these accusations. And now it's up to like 40, um, which is higher than I would have thought. But, you know, I mean, Flake is already saying, you know, maybe he won't vote yes without a big hearing. I mean, it, it really a lot of it depends on on performance. Right. If Kavanaugh is convincing and this woman is not um, but you know, if Kavanaugh's up there sweating, and this woman's very well spoken about it. I mean, it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. I I think
1: Stu's right. It depends on his performance, but it also uh, depends on people like Jeff Flake. Yes. You know, I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna give in, they're gonna give in, and and you know, and and the Republicans deserve everything they're getting.
3: Final <laughs> word, Ben. I think in the end, he's confirmed, but. You know that's barring any sort of shocking circumstance. I think I think that it's it's even possible that Jeff Flake and, and to to give Jeff Flake the benefit of the doubt, which is a sentence that has never yet escaped my lips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think to, to give Jeff Flake the benefit of the doubt, it's always possible that he's saying we need a hearing specifically so that we can have the hearing, and then he can say, okay, well, I heard everything, and there's nothing here.
1: Let me let me ask you this real quick. If he if he's not confirmed and we have an election, they they win the Senate. Do we are we at a standstill where we just have an eight-person court?
3: Well, I mean, presumably yes, right? I mean, because Trump just keeps nominating people. The Democrats and never keep not do confirming it. them, and we just have an eight-person court mm. for a while.
2: Yeah. You can't see him picking a, a consensus pick. I don't, I don't mm. see that no. in Trump's future.
0: No. no. All right, good times lie ahead. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Ben. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and we will see you guys When's tomorrow. When your show
3: start? I'm <laughs>
2: Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.